day two of the Massive Attack podcast, 12 Days of Christmas Comedies. I am Joe. With me is Mitch. Hi. And tonight, we've got some fun in store for you. <laughs> tonight. Tonight? Tonight, today, today. You're listening. for this episode, we are mostly watching Two Broke Girls, Season 4, Episode 7, and the episode title is And Alone for Christmas from 2014. Wow. We used to love this show. Yeah. I can remember really, really liking the first season. Yeah. And possibly even the second season. Yeah. But somehow, by the time they got around to this fourth season, I'd stopped watching because I'd never seen this episode before. I vaguely remember it, but not all of it, and... I was looking for bottom watching this. <laughs> Whose bottom were you looking for? Oh, any bottom. Cat yeah. Jennings or the other one? Beth Meyers. Is that what it is? Beth Beers? Beth Beers. Beth Beers, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, like you. I remember when we, I, I think I watched it first and put you onto it. And yeah, we watched I it think and we so. were like, oh, this is funny. This is so rude and raunchy and this and that. And I, I can remember being a filthy pirate. And as soon as the episode dropped in the States, I would download the torrent so I could watch them. Yeah. I think it was shit then too. I'm sure it was. I think we were starved for entertainment or something. I I think that's true. But speaking of starved, this episode was starved of comedy. There was probably a couple of good jokes in it. Yeah. And when I say good jokes, they were just obvious jokes. All right, quick pricey of what Two Broke Girls is. If you don't know, Two Broke Girls is an American sitcom. It's about a, what would you call her? Skank? Yeah, I guess so. That's what I'd call it. Um, She's a woman from like New Jersey or one of the outer boroughs of New York who barely knows her mum, doesn't know her dad, lives from paycheck to paycheck, is a waitress at a diner and has questionable substance issues. Well, she smokes dope a lot. Yeah. So that's the gist you get from her very telegraph jokes. She's got big boobs that she plays off a lot and that's about it. And then she makes friends, in quotation marks, I guess, with a woman who was a trust fund baby. Yeah, so she's like the daughter of a Bernie Madoff sort of character and a Paris Hilton-y sort of social IT sort of character. Yeah, so I think in the first season they kind of make it out that she's this little rich girl that suddenly got nothing and has to go and work in the diner because yeah. daddy can't afford to pay for it yeah, anymore. So cause, yeah. these two broke girls who work in a diner and you have Han, who's the Korean very tiny... Tony Mann, Korean owner, who's a butt of a lot of jokes. Yeah, they it keep making borders reference. on racism. Oh, like it, or I, I, it, it just is racism. Yeah, I don't think it borders on racism. I think it crosses that border. Yeah, and then you've got Garrett Morris. Yep, who was in Saturday Night Live back in the day. Yes, uh, so he's an elder gentleman who takes the money at this restaurant. Yeah, I he's like the, the cashier. Is, yeah, well, I don't understand the setup of this restaurant or cafe or diner or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Oleg. Oleg. Yep. Who is the cook? Yes. Who is from some... Poland, isn't he? Is he Polish? Yes. Or is, actually, no. No. Sophie's Polish. We'll Which get to is, her in a moment. Uh, he's from some Eastern European country. Yes. And he likes to have sex. Mm. No double entendres. No. Pretty, pretty much, much entendre. Yep. <laughs> and I think the final character is... Sophie, who is Oleg's girlfriend, played by Jennifer Coolidge. Jennifer Coolidge, Stifler's mum. Yeah. From uh, from the American Pie films, putting and on a very bad Polish accent, and and she's uh, yeah, she's not, a milf sort of character who is very rich. Yes, and, and again, not bordering on racism, well past the border. Racism. They're the the characters in the show, and they the first two. I can't remember when they started the cupcake business. It was pretty early on, was it? Because I think they realised that. Max was Max's Cat Denning's character, which is the skank. Yes, she was making the cupcakes out of packet mix and then selling them in the diner. 
Yeah. And then they realised that if she did it from scratch, she, she would be able to make more money, I think. Yeah. And people were actually really liking their cupcakes, so oh, yeah, they then- a side business. They, yeah, they were and selling them themselves. That's what broke me. I watched Actually, I watched the show for quite a few seasons because they started the business. Then she went off and studied how to be a proper pastry chef. And then they opened their own business and then that failed and then they opened out the back of the diner. Yeah, and then- oh, I've in, seen quite a few. And then in Why this, did I stick with this show? It's terrible. Yeah, and then in this Christmas episode, they're selling T-shirts with pictures of cupcakes. Yeah, and the T-shirts were selling better than the cupcakes. And it was just this- There's no natural discussion or dialogue in this show. It's no. literally set up gag, set up gag. And it does feel very forced. Oh, ridiculously forced. Beth is, oh, what's her name? She is terrible. Like, she's useless. Yeah. Um, Kat Dennings I like, so I, she gets a pass just because I like her. But she's <laughs> she, uh, but her writing's pretty ordinary and it's just so obvious. Oleg I love. Like like I said, it's single entente, but it's funny. Like, I, I love his delivery and what he has to say is actually quite funny. And I... I, I Pretty much laugh at everything he says. It's all force, but it works for him. There was one line he does in this episode that I thought was very well, and he he talks about a blue Christmas, and he's like, the only thing that's <laughs> going to be blue this Christmas is my balls. Because <laughs> 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 he was talking about not getting any sex. Yeah. Because he hasn't got any for a while because Sophie was busy doing something else. And it's like, okay, there's not even any subterfuge or suggestion here. <laughs> just Let's just say it. Yeah, Garrett Morris annoys me as a character as well. Like it's, So he plays Earl. Yeah, who's just the wise old stoner guy who's just... Ex-jazz musician, I yeah, think. Yeah, he and he's is. just yeah. too cool. Like, everything is too cool and too funny, and the same with Kat Dennings' character is always too funny. But the Beth Beer's character, like, she's just too... She's annoying. Yeah. Like, I don't know who you're meant to like. I don't know. I, I think you're meant to like Kat Dennings, and I do. Yeah. I don't know if you're meant to like the other one. I don't know. Because she's really annoying. And when they started the cupcake business, the show just annoyed me because all they talked about were freaking cupcakes. Didn't it make you want to eat cupcakes? No. <laughs> Maybe I want to punch someone in the face. So we used to love this show. Yeah. And and we, we revisited this show because they had a Christmas special. And it just was like, I wanted to punch myself in the balls like in an episode of Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the premise of this episode is they've got their T-shirt business. No, they don't. They've got a cupcake business that sells right. T-shirts. Uh, that sells T-shirts, okay. And they are trying to sell some T-shirts, and they go into Manhattan to visit the bank where Catherine's character- Grew up. Grew up, or was her childhood bank. And then next door to that is like a clothing boutique, so they go in there and try and shill their T-shirts. And initially, the guy behind the, the counter there is very annoying- Mm-hmm. But he sort of says no, and then there's a sort of vacuous New Yorker type person that sees the T-shirt and decides she wants to buy 10 of them for her friends for Christmas. Hanukkah. Hanukkah, yeah, because mm. she's Jewish. Mm. And then they like, oh, yeah, maybe we need to make more T-shirts. There's a, a little bit of a, a scene where the blonde one is ringing up the T-shirt company, making jokes about the fact that they can't fill their guarantee and make their next day T-shirts. Mm-hmm. But what we didn't mention is earlier in the show, Han gives them screen printed Christmas cards. Yes. In hand printed. Hand screen printed. Hand screen printed because he's being bezel exposition for the episode. <laughs> and he's, you know, giving them the plot device for this episode that he then comes on board to make yes. them their screen printed shirts. By the Friday or whatever. Yeah. And they had a few days to make it. So they go through that. He's there and he's taking his time. It's it's too slow. 
they're just writing him literally all harnies as the butt of jokes yeah. for them. It's just like bang, 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 bang. Jennifer Coolidge turns up and she's upset because she spent $25,000 on Target Christmas decorations for yep. a competition and some other Polish woman is in a competition with it. I don't know who's running this competition, but she had a, a better display. Or better display, yeah. so she's upset. It's like, oh, well. She goes, well, I can help you out. If we all help out together, we can put some money in. I can help you, but you've got to help me with dressing up for the nativity for yeah, a competition. what they didn't mention, I, I think if, you, if you've watched the show before, you know that they have a horse in their balcony Back because – is it backyard? It's I thought backyard. they were in an apartment. No, no, no. Okay, so they've got They're this the horse yeah. because in one of the episodes in the first season, they the blonde one couldn't afford to pay her stable fees anymore, so they bring the horse home and put it in their backyard. Yeah. So, yeah, the Sophie character wants to use the horse as part of the nativity scene and gets all like the rest of the crew to dress up as the characters as well. Yeah. So it just cuts to he's finishing the last T-shirt. He's Hans dressed as an angel. Yeah, so Caroline's dressed as a wise man. Not Gar- Catherine, Caroline. Yes. <laughs> Garrett Morris is a wise man. Olog's a wise man. What's her name? Joseph, I think. Max? Or she's just a stable person? I think she's meant to be Joseph. Oh, I don't know. He didn't have a beard. But anyway. No. Sophie's Virgin Mary. Yeah. Cabbage Patch Doll is a Jesus. And Han is an angel. Yeah. And they're all sort of cracking jokes and random Polish woman comes in and cracks her shits and it's like, oh, so that that means that she won apparently the competition and they left and that was kind of it. Yeah. I really remember there being more to this program when I watched it originally, but maybe I'm wrong. No, it was that sort of set up and gag kind of thing, but I think we ran out. Well, my patience ran out, but I lasted longer than you, so obviously (laughs) either I really like Kat Dennings or I really like Oleg or I had no life. I, I think it's a combination of the three, but no, I, I think the whole formula of this program is Cat Denning kind of pokes fun at hipsters in New York. Yep. Oleg makes some racist, vaguely sexual comment. Han is the butt of every joke. For being short or Asian. Yeah. He's got two. Exactly. Earl then comes in with some, you know. Stoner joke. Stoner joke, words of wisdom. And yeah, Cat just makes reference to the fact that she's a druggie and she sleeps around a little bit sort of thing. and. Yeah, I, I don't know it's why I same. like this. Every episode is the same. Maybe it just got to a point where it's like, okay, we, we get it. Well, yeah, maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's like, yes, we've heard that joke enough. But it does feel so forced. It's In some sitcoms, it just kind of flows naturally. But this is like, here's the joke. I'm slamming you in the face with this joke. It's time for you to it's laugh. It's natural at mm. all. I was just, yeah, it's painful. It was really painful. Like, I, I wish for bottom. Like, bottom felt like live theatre. Like, if you went and saw a farcical theatre, that's what it felt like. Yeah. Where this feels like that too. It's almost got that same delivery, but it's not presented in the same way as bottom is. But yeah, it was just like, wow. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer on this Christmas, but yeah, I'm just like, wow. So they're not presenting their bottom. I would like to show more. (laughs) And I think that's one of the reasons I stuck with it so long, because Cat Dennings is kind of hot. Wow. Just, just wow. <laughs> so I can't recommend this one, people. Don't, no. Just, no, no. If, if you're not a fan of Two Broke Girls, Good. don't, don't <laughs> go and check, yeah, don't go and check this episode out just to see what we're talking about. Yeah. So, but did, was it a Christmas show? So, All right. Well, let's, let's go let's through a Christmas. So we we mentioned yesterday on the episode of our. Uh, Ticking off the Christmas tropes. Yeah, we can add tropes as we come to them. We, we can. Come. Did it have an exchange of gifts? Well, yes, it did. Yes, it was all goods. Han oh, it was gave more them services. Than- well, no, uh, yes, but Han gave them the. 
printout card type oh, things right. at the and, start. And Max did steal a pair of gloves for, yeah. for Caroline. Caroline, so, yeah. yeah. And there was talk that gifts. once they sold all their T-shirts, they would have more money to be able to afford oh, to buy better gifts. she was going to a gift list. That's right. Yeah. She's going to buy Snapple. That's all they could really afford That's was right. to buy Sophia Snapple. Yeah. All right. So it didn't actually have a Christmas meal. No, no meal. And they didn't specify that it was happening on Christmas. It was sort of in the Christmas period. Yes. Yeah, so it wasn't until Christmas Day. No. no. They were in a diner. Does that count as a Christmas meal? No. No, of course no. it doesn't. There, was, there wasn't there was a tree as such, but there was decorations. Yeah. In reference to the decorations. Yes. Yeah. Was there conflict? Yes, there was. Oh, that shows nothing but conflict. Yeah. And the religious side of things, they kind they of the tied yeah. it in with the nativity. Got a yeah. nativity. So, yeah. So, it's a Christmas episode. It definitely is. <laughs> and it, you know what else it is? It's crap. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. I can't believe I sat through four seasons of that thing. Not recommended. Mm, give me a mirror. I really got to look at, look at <laughs> you myself. You take a good hard look at yourself. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Yes. All right. All righty. Well, on that note. We'll take that off and hopefully we won't have one of more little little hiccup on the way. That's all. We're allowed hiccups. I'm sure we are. Yeah, that's fine. I, I reckon if we go back to one of our very first top fives for the year episodes, you may have even mentioned that Two Broke Girls was in your top five. Really? I think so. Oh, God. But that was a few years ago now. I but- apologize for my past <laughs> self. But yes, I wouldn't recommend Two Broke Girls. Don't trust anything I say. No. But I would recommend coming back tomorrow yeah. and listening to day three. Day three. Is it going to be better than this? Can't it's got to be. be. Ooh, well, I won't say it will be, but it should be. Hopefully it will be. We've got a good list here of shows and yeah, hopefully. Yes. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. I just want to. I just want to. I really, really want to.